Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Off the Bench podcast. You guys, I am thrilled today. If you're watching this on Rumble or YouTube, you see I have a guest in the studio with me. Uh, one of my best friends in the whole wide world who happens to also be my assistant has just relocated to Vancouver, Washington, and she's working here full time at Firmly Planted Family. We're going to talk about that transition today. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm going to jump right into this Melissa Crabtree. You're here in Washington. I know it's crazy. I can hardly believe it. it, it my brain really, it's like this clash of worlds and my brain kind of feels like this is pretend. <laughs> so uh, we get questions at the show quite a bit about you and I and how long we've worked together. So maybe we, let's just start at the very beginning because we had kind of an interesting first meeting. Yeah. Yes, we did. Actually, we, <laughs> we shared a bed the first time we met. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> That's not good. We were introduced through a mutual friend, uh, Steve Lambert at Five in a Row. He used to work for Five in a Row, mm -hmm. doing customer service and a bunch of cool stuff. And Steve, watching you know my ministry sort of growing, said to me one day, you need help. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And he said, you should meet Melissa. And it was like sort of a match made in heaven. I felt like we got along really well. Yeah, we did. From really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Enough to share a bed, at least at a hotel room, I which know. we really didn't have much choice at the at the moment. Well, because your room that was, <laughs> you were a speaker at an event, yep. a real refreshment retreat. So, yes. And I, so I drove there, left my kids with my sister because she yes. lived an hour were from little, there. And now my they're kids like were grown. Little. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, they were little. Crazy. So I left my kids with my sister, came over there for the weekend and you already had a, res a room reserved. And our joke was that my kids were like, Mom, you're not supposed to sleep with people you meet on the Internet. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> so that was our joke. And you had one who had an anaphylactic reaction. And my kids were an hour away. But we had a great weekend. And we clicked really quickly. I think I had been working for you for about a month before. But we had never. That was the first time we met in person. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember. It's so funny because we have done a lot of life since then. We have a lot of really funny stories and uh, we, you know, and, and I've been teasing Melissa for years and years about moving out here. Yes. I'm like, you know, you should just come out here and stay with me. She's like, oh no, 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 I'm not coming out to the crazy Northwest <laughs> and I don't want to be around the hurricane that is Heidi St. John. And now she's in the crazy Northwest right next to the hurricane. <laughs> well, and we always, our work was, I mean, where we lived was always determined by Robert's job. Yes. And then um, through a series of events, his company was sold all the field guys got moved over to the new company and he was the supervisor. So the supervisor generally, you know, goes away and that, you know, role gets absorbed yeah. in. So, uh, so we were unemployed for several months. And really and that was a direct, your husband's, the loss of his job was a direct result of the Biden administration. Yeah, and absolutely direct. Yeah, yeah. And so this is a real world, you know, consequence yeah. of Joe Biden's ridiculous decision to decide that America should not be uh, energy independent. Yeah. And a lot of people are losing their jobs in the oil and gas industry because the big banks won't finance anymore because they know that uh, government regulations are going to are going to squash the industry, right? So they're adding fees and things, so they're not making it illegal to invest, but it's in order to impossible. hinder them, they're adding fees if you invest in companies that are drilling. So his company, they the the funders ended up pulling out because it's not profitable right. um, at that point. So yeah, so it was a direct. Absolutely a direct result of it. And, it, you know, it's kind of like the energy industry is, well, the, the carbon industry. Yeah, it's hurting. It's kind of under attack, really. Yeah. And, uh, and then Robert was well qualified for lots of positions and oil companies just really aren't 
they aren't hiring. Um, So that was another interesting thing that we went through is they're just, I think they're not growing. Everybody's kind of on hold while they wait and figure out. I'm not saying no energy company, you know, no oil company in the whole country is hiring. But um, And I think, too, the Lord clearly was paving the way for us to be here and helping us you know, open that door by not giving us 10 oil positions to have to try and weigh, I think also. Yeah. Well, and I like to think, you know, the oil industry's loss was firmly planted families gain because uh, we offered Robert a a full-time job here. And we've got this brand of this beautiful facility, which is such a miracle. I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's it's like too much to tell right now, but we're sitting in a, uh, well, it's a, I wish you guys could see it. I can turn the camera on, it's junk everywhere, right? Because we're moving in. So uh, Melissa's apple's on the ground right there because there's no table. <laughs> and uh, we're in, you know, so you can kind of see the lights are reflecting behind us because we're not in a studio right now and in a studio environment. We're just moving into this building, which, by the way, was just paid off by an angel donor, which is an incredible, miraculous. This is a $16 million purchase. And so by the time you add taxes to it and all the things, it's quite an amazing story of, of the Lord's provision. So we're moving yeah. from a 20,000 square foot facility, which we were able to manage with just volunteers to a now 55,000 square foot facility, which really needs a facilities manager. So Moses' husband, Robert, has joined the team here at Firmly Planted Family. And I'm like over here just salivating at the thought, like, well, what if, what if, what if? And so it's just so exciting to have you here and to see the Lord uh, just answer really years worth of prayer. And this, just the faithfulness, I think, that he honors in having uh, the two of us together. We're kind of like the wonder twins, you know. So I told my daughters the other day, I don't think I've ever seen more transition in my entire life than what we have just experienced and still are <laughs> a short experiencing. period of time. Right. Yeah. Because the resource center is moving. Right. And we're not fully moved in here. That that big move happens this weekend while I'm in California. So have fun with that. <laughs> uh, I'll be speaking at Chia this weekend and um, I'll be with my friend Jack Hibbs on Thursday. So tomorrow, for goodness sake. And then uh, they're moving. This, so the final move and then everything's over in this new building. And then it's just a matter of getting everything up and running. Mm-hmm. And you guys just moved. So um, you should tell them a little bit about that, too, because that's kind of cool. So we found a place which was kind of incredible because yeah. the housing market here is on fire right now. Right. And we, you know, we wanted to wait to buy. Well, until we figured Smart. out where we wanted to be, get settled and uh, wait for our house to sell in Tennessee. So if you need to buy a house, I mean, in uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, if you need to buy a house in Enid, Oklahoma, I know I know of a great one. <laughs> so we're waiting for that to sell. And really... One of the things that we were praying about was, uh, so we have a daughter who has one year, one more year. So it's always that question of, do we stay for one more year? Do we go then, you know, try and figure stuff out. And, um, and we really didn't want this to be chaotic for her yeah. over the ne- over her senior year. You know, Robert and I, we're, we're up for an adventure. It's one thing to go on some grand adventure, but to drag your kids with you is a, is a different story in that season of life where there's a lot of transition yeah, and you're not quite sure. dragging like a third grader. Right. A, a, who's just up for everything. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. uh, and he and I both grew up moving, grew up moving. Yeah. A you're lot. a military, both, military. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we both actually moved right before our senior years. And, um, and we were just, I, there was one night in particular where I was asking the Lord and we didn't know yet what we were going to do. We had a offer of a great camper on beautiful property for a couple of months while we figured stuff out. Um, but even that, you know, is that's a, it's a lot of people in a tight space. And if I'm traveling and, uh, you know, you're just kind of all on top of each other. And, um, and then I just, that, that it was about three in the morning and I asked the Lord, I said, just provide a home that is not going to be chaotic 
for Maddie. And if we're in a temporary, you know, a rental for even a year, I don't want her last year at home, not saying she's, you know, moving out all of a sudden in May, but I just didn't want it to be chaotic. Yeah. And he, um, so I said, you know, provide for us a home that is not going to be chaotic, that it's just going to be peaceful, very specifically for her. And uh, I woke up, you know, the next morning and by 11, you called and you were like, Melissa, there's this house and they're looking for a Christian homeschool family to rent it. And, and I was like, oh, oh, I know one. Yeah, it was so perfect. It's on six acres. It's literally, we can hear a gorgeous river, the Washougal River, if you know where that is and you're local. We can hear it from our back porch. So if we sleep with our windows open, we can hear the river. It's literally right behind our mailbox. You walk down the hill and there's this beautiful river. I told Lisa and, the other day, I'm like, you guys have the best party yard because it's huge. I mean, six acres, it's huge. And it is yeah. so peaceful out it there. It really is it's peaceful. So the peaceful. neighbors are fabulous. The dog loves it. The dog has friends. So uh, it really, but that was such a specific answer, a very quick answer to really probably the biggest mm-hmm. of our concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, was that this would be a, a good and peaceful thing for Maddie. Yeah. Um, I so. love how the Lord cares about this stuff. And I was thinking, you know, Melissa and I were talking about uh, coming on and just sharing this story with you. Because if you've listened to my podcast for any number of years, you know that Lisa and I've worked together for a long, long time. And I, I was telling my husband the other day, I feel like I'm nesting, like waiting for Alyssa to get here. <laughs> <laughs> I was cleaning my house and, you know, planting more microgreens and making extra sourdough bread and all the things. And then trying to get everything done that I normally would do without her help because she was moving. And so lots of just, I think, emotion goes into it. But these are big transitions. And I know there are a lot of people listening today who are also in a season of making decisions, waiting on the Lord. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I thought um, it's neat to say, to hear uh, you go through the decision-making process and kind of how, because a lot of people are like, well, how do I know? Should I, should I stay? Should I go? Should we take the new job? Should we start homeschooling? Should we, should we, you know, and really it, uh, it's a lot about listening to the Lord and just mm-hmm. watching for the little things, right? That God does. I mean, that's part of what, and even the story at some point, we'll have to, you know, when this is, when this building is all finished and everything's ready to go. Cause you guys, we have already slated for the fall. Was it 200? How many classes? 230? 230. Yeah, that's it. 230 classes being offered here at the resource center this fall. That's a lot of students. I told Robert, I'm like, uh, pretty soon you enjoy the quiet. Cause pretty soon you're going to be surrounded by kids and their, and their parents coming and going, but it's exciting to see what the Lord is doing, but it's years in the making. It was years of, of faithfulness and kind of praying and, and, uh, and asking the Lord. And I, I loved watching you guys and what the Lord's doing here and with Firmly Planted. They're like little pieces of a puzzle. 
that come together. And what we're learning, uh, you know, and we've seen this a lot, is that the Lord is rarely on, you know, early, but he's never late. And I saw that with you. I felt like those little answers to prayer came just in time when we were all just kind of gritting our teeth going, you know, what's, what's the right thing to do? And I know that your husband, that Robert saw that too, which is really neat. Yeah. And we were going back and forth and it was, you know, we never felt like there was writing on the wall. Yeah. And, and that's um, okay. I think that's good Yes, because we want that, you know, we say, well, I'm going to ask the Lord and I, you know, every time you read the Bible, we want the, you know, the, the tingly feeling and the, you know, like this was the verse just for us. But sometimes you open the Bible and it nourishes your soul. It always yeah. nourishes your soul, but maybe you don't always get that, you know, a fireworks experience of that was the Holy Spirit and it was mm-hmm. just for me. And I think this was a lot like that, just kind of waiting for the small confirmations and the peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we we went through kind of process of elimination. And the more there were a lot of things about it that made sense. And it was, you know, a great opportunity to be a part of a kingdom project. We get to work out, you know, I'm working with the Heidi St. John's side. He's working with the firmly planted side. And then, of course, that will coincide just by nature of all of us working together. Yeah. Um, but the final, it, it wasn't, you know, I thought, I'm, I'm not laying out my, I'm not going to use a teenager's emotions and opinions as my fleece, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> so, always so. a good idea. Don't do that. Right. Yeah. So we just, we just really felt like it makes sense. Um, you know, we didn't feel like we were chasing rainbows. Yeah. We, we just asked the Lord to show us, um, you know, if this seemed like what he, he wanted for us. And I think sometimes there are maybe five good options and yeah. I think it's okay to pick. Yeah. Uh, we asked him to make it very clear if it was not what was for us. And we certainly didn't see that. Yeah. Um, and we're excited about it. It's so beautiful. We've said for a long time when we grow up, we want to pick somewhere beautiful to live. Um, so oil field saying, is not known I for being saying, beautiful. Pick me. So, it's so pretty here. Right. So yeah. it is. It, it is. It's just stunningly beautiful. We both grew up in the mountains, and yeah. so and and there's a challenge in it. You know, we had a, it was a challenging, actual, literal move driving across the country. And the Lord was which you took did in record time. We did. We did a great job. One, one little and, one little mishap at the end, and that your truck didn't make it. What were you, right? Like the last 20 eighteen miles, miles literally eighteen. Yeah, we 18. made it eighteen hundred. <laughs> And not the last 18. Yeah. It was just the breaks. And, you know, two days later, we were we were back in business. So. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Uh, so, listen, Robert, live about, well, from my house. You guys are about 45 minutes from my house. But we're equally uh, 30 minutes from the center. So I drive 30 minutes from, you know, the north. And she basically comes 30 minutes from the east. And so we're, we're meeting here at the Resource Center all the time now. But I told her she has a really pretty drive home every day. So beautiful. I go north to Battleground. And she goes east to Washougal, and you literally drive, like, you face Mount Hood every day, and it's so We drive pretty. along one river, and then we drive along the Another other river. river, and it's, it really is so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. So I, I told Jay, if I wasn't so moved out right now, I'd sell my house and move to Washougal. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of work to move, I'll warn you. <laughs> I've seen it. I'm like, ooh. Uh, and, and then so sweet, because Lisa gets here, and then Savannah, our daughter, who is just bought her, she and her husband just married for like 11 years, just bought their very first house. So they're really excited, moved their four little bambinos into this house. And she comes up and helps Lisa unpack on the 3rd of July. I don't, I don't, yes. Yeah, it was July yes, 3rd. It was 3rd. Yeah, because we got in early. Yeah, they got in a day early, just made record time. And uh, so we were all over there kind of helping unpack. And then you went over to see her the other day, right? Just dropped by for some reason. And you well, ended up staying I, and helping her paint. Yeah, I had boxes. So I was taking oh, yeah. boxes over. And yeah. then we thought, oh, let's go see your new house because it's just right up the street. Yeah. So we took plants and a couple empty kitchen, or, you know, 
kitchen boxes over yeah. to look at the house. And and then Lisa was like, oh, you guys need to paint this. And so, which I don't think Savannah thought about doing because everybody's just, you know, let's move so in. So it wasn't like your house is bad, you need to paint it. No, it just, it, was, <laughs> it, needed, a, it needed a, it a freshening. Was, and actually, yeah. we didn't realize that the walls were all this sort of lavenderish, really yeah, light, they were really lilac color. And when you put like white up next to it or a really beautiful creamy color, it just looked it was really so obvious that it was lavender. obviously lavender. Yeah. So then you started painting, which I just thought was so sweet. It's just sweet. What I think one thing that makes me really happy and that I've been praying for for a long time is that wherever Lisa and Robert ended up, because we knew you guys would end up moving, because we knew the oil field. It was seeming do? like it. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. going to. And I was like, you know, loving the fact that we prayed that God would put you in community. And boy, did he ever plopped you into the middle of a very, <laughs> very uh, tight-knit uh, Well, and friends that, that I already yeah. know, really. kind of feels like it was, coming home in some ways. Yeah. You got here, and I was just like, finally. Because <laughs> we see each other all the time, and we talk every day, multiple times a day, but just to have you here is a whole heck of a lot of fun. And just to watch Robert get plugged in and then uh, Maddie at the Homeschool Resource Center. So I know a lot of you are in the middle of just a season of life that feels like, is the prayer going to get answered? Um, and we prayed for two years for this place. And you remember the first time I, I, I called you and said, I found a building, right? But it just seems so out of reach yeah. because, you know, we don't have $16 million. We don't even have a million dollars. And we just got a grant for a million dollars. I took a picture of that check. If you guys have never seen a picture of a check for a million dollars, it's really something to see. It's even more fun to, to <laughs> right. put it in the To bank. know it's coming to help something that the Lord is doing with you. Yes. And just to see, I feel like just all of a sudden... We're starting to see things move, but this resource center, for example, is the answer to 25 years of prayer. I mean, just the constant, like, where we see a problem, we we love your children because it's our children that are really being injured in the culture right now. That's the target, it seems like, this aim for children and to see the Lord answer that prayer in just the right time. And I think that's what's encouraged me so much, watching you move, watching the resource center, even our first building. A lot of you guys heard the story about God's gift of that building to us. So this building is that building on steroids. I mean, this building is like, my, my friend Mike Ferris was here for a fundraiser for us and he walked in, he goes, so you're trading in your Hyundai for a Mercedes S-Class. <laughs> I said, are you calling my current building a Hyundai? And he was like, no, no, nice paint job. That's really nice. Hyundai makes a Hyundai's good car. Hyundai's made a lot of progress over <laughs> yeah, the years. Yeah, Hyundai's made a lot of progress. But he saw it too, just the faithfulness of the Lord. And I think, I'm hoping that what God's doing in you and what God's doing here at Friendly Planted Family encourages those of those of you who are listening who are like you know you're at a crossroad in your own life and you're maybe waiting for an answer to prayer and i think that staying faithful while you wait is really important i think too one of the things that robert and i went back to is i remember uh the henry blackaby study experiencing yes. god which is so good if you've never done it do it yes but one of the things that he says in there uh, that he walks through with scripture is look where the if you're not sure what to do Look where the Lord is already working and join him. Yes. You don't have to always come up with your own new idea or your own new plan, yeah. but look where the Lord is already breathing. Yeah. And um, that's clearly the Lord is going before you guys yeah. and providing. Yes. Um, yeah. And we even saw that with uh, uh, at church on Sunday. I thought, you know, one more confirmation, a stranger, we introduced us and she asked Maddie if she drove. Maddie's helping at soccer camp this week. <laughs> so even, you know, we literally have not even been here seven full days yeah. and she's jumping in there. And I was, I'm asking the Lord for a friend for her this yeah. week that she yeah. would meet somebody that she connects with. And, um, 
So I just, it, it's the Lord. I feel like it's just confirmation. You know, anything the Lord does for our children, I yes, think is good for so our, it's good. confirmation. I think for our mom's heart, not that we don't watch life be hard for them, but you know, we carry that weight for our kids. Yeah. I mean, and, I heard um, it said one time that a mom is only as happy as her saddest child. Yeah. And I think that's true. Yeah. I mean, as a woman with seven children, I can tell you that that's true. Yeah. Uh, it's hard when we know yeah, that. I mean, a hard time. six of them might be doing great. And the one who's struggling is the one that sits on your heart, the yeah. one that you grieve over and you pray for and you, you know. Which I mean, is a lot like the Lord going for the one. It is. Yeah. I think too. That's his father's like, hey, heart. You guys are good. I'll be back. You yeah. know? Yeah. And, um, oh, that's good. So, yeah. yeah. That's his father's heart, I think, reflected in the mother's heart, which is so good. Um, and so we are really excited. We hope you guys will uh, follow along with us. We're going to we're gonna try really hard now that Liz is here. We're still, I mean, like I said, you can't see, but if you could look at what <laughs> we're seeing. If you look real hard in the reflection, actually, yeah, you might be you able might to see. You might see all the boxes <laughs> and all the, the drapes for painting and all. We're tearing up, you know, baseboards and uh, there's a whole bunch. I had rubber go around the building. Why don't we just count all the light bulbs that are burned out? Because there's a lot in a 54,000 square foot building. There's a lot of light bulbs that need to be replaced, and some of them are really high. That auditorium, you guys, we got an auditorium. Was it three stories? Yes. I mean, yeah. I think it's, it's if it, they're 10-foot stories, it's definitely a lot of stories tall. Yeah. Robert was like, yeah, I have a scissor lift. <laughs> <laughs> well, the yes. guy before was telling us he was afraid of heights and yeah. he hated changing the light bulb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Robert doesn't seem afraid of heights. He's not afraid of heights. No, so that's good. Because He's installed I, I will not cable. Be on he actually likes to lift. climb telephone poles. So. Excellent. Well, that'll work out good. So if you guys have questions, um, we, you know, one of the big things that we want to do here, and this is part of the reason why we're so excited that um, Robert and Liz are here, is we want to see centers like this one in cities all across the United States, believing that this is the time that the Lord's breathing on it, kind of like what you said. Uh, my friend Steve Lambert used to say to me, you know, years ago he would said, and I think this is maybe his sort of interpretation of Robert, uh, of Henry Blackaby's book, he would say, you got to look to see who's up to bat. Mm-hmm. Like who's up to bat and then you you become the support player and whoever, whatever God is breathing on. And he really is breathing on the ministry here at Friendly Planet Family right now. And the the heartbeat behind helping parents get their kids out of these broken schools that are really hurting our children. Um, and that's certainly the case here in Washington State. And I think it's part of the reason why we see such a mass exodus out of the school. So that's exciting. This is a really exciting time to uh, to be a Christian. This is an amazing time. I had one other question for you because okay. this is the one you're going to get the most. People who are like, you move from the safe, the safe state of Oklahoma to the crazy liberal leftist on fire Pacific Northwest. Walk listeners through that because I know that was a thing for you, right? It had to be on some level. It, it, does it feel different being here? Does it feel, because uh, I always feel like, I mean, and I like, I not liked you, but I share a lot of the bad news of things that happen here legislatively, certainly in Washington state, but I don't ever feel, I don't feel afraid or oppressed living here. I mostly yeah. just feel mad about it. Like, come on, come yeah. on. Well, but I'm wondering how you kind of process through that. Yeah. Well, so one of the things that we had done in Oklahoma, you know, was in my first speech at a city council meeting was I was watching freedoms being taken away one piece of legislation at a time in Washington, in California, in New Jersey, where people I love lived. So I have... I stood up on purpose there because of those things to keep it from to keep it from coming because it's trying to come there. So what I would say first is it's everywhere. I mean, Satan is everywhere. And so his 
his efforts are everywhere, and yeah. frankly, his people are everywhere. Yeah. Um, the schools the, the schools are still trying to be inundated by the NEA. There are fabulous teachers, but there's still the NEA hard at work in the school system everywhere. And in a lot of ways, they're working harder in Oklahoma because we they are such a, a red state. So yeah. we're a target yeah. there. Yeah. But what I would say as far as the spiritual decision part, our biggest concern was bringing an almost adult here to start her adult life in mm-hmm. a very anti-family state legally. Mm -hmm. It wasn't necessarily, can she find a Christian friend anywhere here? Because there are Christians and God's people everywhere. Um, So that was one of our biggest concerns was, is, are we doing a disservice to her to move her to start her adult life everywhere? But I have a niece start, you know, with young children in New Jersey and your children with young children here. And what we finally decided was, Robert and I are moving into this next season of our lives, and there is no telling where the Lord's going to move Maddie. My son just moved to New Jersey and hates the politics out there, but he's with a thriving church that my my brother-in-law is a pastor of. He's surrounded by people that love him. He went there on purpose to work with the God's people there, and um, so the other thing, and we talked about this in Tennessee. Yeah. seven years ago, because Tennessee is, you know, you're right in the middle of the Bible Belt. But is boy, that are they when attacking you're in, Nashville. Ooh-wee. Yeah. But when you're in those places where you think, where everybody thinks they're a Christian, everybody. It, it When when you're in those places, everybody thinks they're a Christian. When you're in other places, yeah. at least people know if they're really Christians. And that is, the, I think the divide is greater. Yes. I think it's easier to evangelize because the light and the darkness are more clearly separated. It is very difficult to evangelize somebody who, who thinks, thinks they have their grandma's Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, right. you know, I well, I've gone to church every Christmas and Easter. Did you know, you know my granddad and, got the organ at the First Baptist Church? Yeah, yeah. Or if you're so in the I South, the 15th know. Baptist, there's a First Baptist, the Third Baptist, the Fourth Baptist. Like, there's yeah. a church on every corner. Yeah, and so it's different is, everywhere. There, There's a church on every corner here, too, but a lot of them have pride flags in front of them. So, and we have that in the dead center downtown of Enid, Oklahoma. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it is. It there's yeah. we have the this you know social justice situation yeah. there. So it's it's you can't move. There is no Christian uh, you know protection. And honestly, I'm not sure that's what the Lord wants for us. God never prom- you know God moves people to challenging places every single minute probably of the yeah. year. And people go to the mission field. Well, and maybe so, we start looking at the United States instead of thinking, you know, erroneously that this is a Christian nation, we start yeah. going the United States needs missionaries, mm-hmm. you know, people who are willing to stand up in dark places and spiritually dark places. Uh, and certainly I would put the Pacific Northwest in that spiritually dark category. But like you said, in, you know, in the darkness, that's where the light shines the brightest. Mm-hmm. And so when you can find those organizations or those people or those churches or communities where people are really standing up for their, because they have to, they have to you either stand up or you get squashed and you learn very quickly. Oh, Hey, it's true. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Like someone yeah. said to me the other day, are you going to put a sign up in front of your building? And I didn't even think about it because I was like, of course, of course we right. are. I'm <laughs> so excited. And this person was like, you know, aren't you afraid of, uh, you know, what might happen? And the answer is no. And even if I was afraid, it wouldn't make any difference because we want to walk this thing out in faith and obedience. And even how the donations have come in, that's a lot of faith. You know, for people to invest in this building and invest in what we're doing here, that requires faith and obedience. And I think the Lord honors it. Um, and he takes the fear, I don't think totally away. I think we'd be 
I think that's dishonest. Like to say, that, you know, you're never afraid or you never worry. Because I think I think well, that's there's a Lord, I believe, help my unbelief uh, when we yeah. get off to do challenging things. You yeah, know? God yeah. never said that's going to be easy. Right. Yeah, so. you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Well, Melissa, I'm so happy that you're here, and it's just such a joy. I, I, sir, you guys, I cannot get over. It. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's like, just so strange. It's so weird because we talk on the phone all it the time. Now I'm like, I went over to Savannah's house last night to see how she was doing, and um, Robert and Lisa are there, and I'm like, oh, look, you're here. You're in Savannah's house. Like even my kids. All of my kids were just like, this is crazy. Is. And I actually drive by Savannah's house on my way. So the other day, I was it was the first time that I realized that because I was just following my GPS. And I, all of a sudden, I, I drove by and I looked and I saw their house right up on this road. So I slammed on my brakes, turned in. I'm like, I'm just dropping by. It was the it was just so strange. So yeah. And Savannah's getting a huge charge out of it. Right. It really yeah. is fun. And then Sierra's going to move into Savannah's old house. Yes. And so everybody's now in Camas and Washougal, except for me. Upset. Except for me, I still live in Battleground, and and I'm not moving right now because that just makes me feel sick. <laughs> you can just move all of us. I still have yeah, work at my house. Yeah, you can come we've do. still got plenty of things to do to get these guys settled in. Well, before but, we, one thing that that I want to talk about is that you guys, because I know this is your podcast, but here I got something to say. You guys, so we've talked a lot about the wow. firmly planted side of things. Well, she brought me here. Is <laughs> is that with me coming on here and being in person, yeah. we want Heidi St. John to grow. So if there are things that you're wanting to see from Heidi St. John, from the business uh, the business part of mm-hmm. things, yeah. um, I don't mean Heidi St. John as an individual, but tell us, you know, send us an email. Tell us your favorite things. Yes. Tell us because we have, our team has been remote for the most part, you yeah. know, we're, you know, five yeah, to seven remote homeschool yeah. moms. Yeah. And, um, and what we want to do with me being here in person is we're bringing some staff in the building and, uh, we want to grow. There are things that we've just kind of hit a ceiling for a long time at what we can do as a remote satellite team. Yeah. And we're, we have some fun ideas, but we would love to hear from you guys. What are your favorite things that we do? Yeah. So that we can podcast um, you know, ideas. Um, we we are um, we always do a retreat, and I think this year we're going to focus on having it out here so people can come out here. Yeah. Actually, one of the cool things about this place is it's situated like kitty corner across the street from a brand new Hampton Inn. So we've got places for people to stay now, and so we'd like to hear from you. Yeah. What What are you guys interested in? Yeah. Also, I have a brand new book coming out. For goodness' sake, finally. Finally, so soon, September 5th, September 5th. Yeah. MomStrong 365 launches. It's a 365 day devotional for mothers. And I'm really excited to finally see that book in print. And then Born on and, a Battlefield was just released. Yes. And the MomStrong 365, you can actually go to the Tyndale website and you can pre-order it. Look on the social media. There are some places where we've linked it. Yeah. Also, we have, you can pre-order it on uh, com. Yep. Um, you can go to the store and pre-order it there and then we'll send you a signed copy. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, exciting. Yeah, there are lots of places. But September yeah. 5th, it'll actually start shipping. Very excited. Lots of things coming up. And just to see what God will do as we sort of link arms now, it'll be easier to do that. Um, no more like time zone, you know, differences and all the things that you're always kind of battling. Like it's, you know, finally eight o'clock and Melissa thinks, oh, I'm going to call Heidi, but it's six in the morning where I am. So this is a lot, this is a lot uh, easier, more conducive to ministry. We'd love to hear from you. We really love to hear your podcast ideas, guest ideas, um, kind of the direction. I've told you guys before, we're looking at making some changes with the podcast, which I think are going to be ultimately very good. And hopefully here in the next month, I would say, we're probably looking at another month of kind of fruit basket upset because this building that we actually are moving into has a studio already, which is amazing. 
but it needs a little bit of work. So we're going to go in there and put some elbow grease into it. Um, and so by the time we actually get moved into there, we will have heard from you and we'll have a really good, uh, yeah, really good feedback from, from the podcast audience. So, yeah. So we're excited. Yes, we are. Well, I hope you guys will just uh, praise the Lord with me that the Lord has brought Robert and Melissa and their daughter Maddie here safely and uh, just really praying about the direction that God's taking uh, Heidi St. John as a ministry and also Firmly Planted Family as we continue to reach the homeschool community. If you are a subscriber to the Heidi St. John podcast, I've asked Melissa if she'll hang out. And I know she will because she lives here now. And we're going to disappear. <laughs> she can't just disappear. Uh, I'm going to ask her a little bit about her marriage and how she met her husband. This is kind of a fun love story. We like to do this a lot at happy hour. You've heard uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood come on and talk about how he met his beautiful wife. So that's a lot of fun. So if you're subscribed to the show, uh, stick around. We've got a few more minutes with, uh, with uh, Melissa here at the show. And also want to thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you so much. If you're interested in becoming a subscriber to the Heidi St. John podcast, it's very easy. Just go to Spotify click on the subscribe button and three days a week, we give you a little bit of extra content. Thanks for listening, you guys. I'll see you back here again tomorrow.